Welcome to the Strong, Fit and Free podcast. I'm your host, Alessia Donato, certified strength and nutrition coach, personal trainer and opinionated Italian free spirit. After a lifelong battle with IBS, I successfully regained my health and built a strong and fit body from the inside out through relentless studying and research in holistic nutrition, as well as testing and applying health and fitness principles on myself. In 2016, I left a successful 10-year corporate career in the beauty industry that left me burnt out, sick and unfulfilled and took the leap into the unknown. I traveled for a year on a backpacking trip that changed the course of my life and pushed me to eventually follow my passion to becoming a health and fitness coach and set up my online coaching practice, Alessia D Coaching. I help fit conscious women get to the core of their health struggles, set attainable goals, develop a personalized plan and hold them accountable for transforming their lives. The destination is the same, but each person's journey is different. On the Strong, Fit and Free podcast, we get open and honest about what it takes to build a strong and fit body from the inside out, talking all things health and fitness, mindset, no-nonsense nutrition, how to live life on your own terms, and a sprinkle of girl talk here and there. Join us on the journey to becoming strong, fit and free. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Strong, Fit and Free podcast. Here we go. This week, I am talking all about the beginner's guide to exercise, how to start your fitness journey today, and I'm really hoping that you'll get some practical tips out of this episode. Um, I get a lot of questions from beginners that generally don't have a fitness routine or they've exercised in the past but they've never really stuck to anything in particular. Um, Some of the clients that come to me don't exercise on a regular basis, Um, they don't train and they kind of feel overwhelmed by all the different things that they could be doing. Um, Just like diet, right? There's so many uh, diets out there. There's also so many different types of workout classes and different ways that you can move your body. different strength training it can just feel so overwhelming for a lot of newbies and a lot of people that are just starting their fitness journey so this is what I'm going to be talking about in this week's episode so exercise may be the closest thing to being the fountain of youth Um, not only does regular activity strengthen your muscles and improve your heart and lung function but it can also reduce your risk of illness and disease it can stimulate the growth of new brain cells and add years to your life and really there's no pill or elixir that can do all of that exercise is just something that we've um we've as we as a society now don't move enough as it is and um, exercise has been turned into a lot of different things um, and it's become so difficult and complicated for the average Joe who goes to the gym and wants to get healthy but it really shouldn't have to be so complicated. Um, Studies show that just 
30 minutes of physical activity on most days is all really that's required to reap big benefits. Now, obviously, if you've got specific goals and you want to be, you know, build a lot of muscle, it's going to take a lot longer than 30 minutes. And if you're sedentary and you sit all day in the office, we know 30 minutes is not going to be enough. But um, you you need to add more movement in your day-to-day life. But the range of health bonuses that is attributed to exercise has been studied extensively. And now we know that um, you really shouldn't be just sitting the other. So let's say you go to the gym for an hour, you shouldn't just be sitting for the rest of the day. You should always try and get more movement in and um, add consistent exercise. So most of us know that exercise is good for us, right? But making the time is, I think, the biggest challenge um, that I hear and, you know, I've experienced as well because I used to be, before I was a personal trainer and in the health and fitness space, I was in corporate. I worked a corporate job. I worked nine to five. And at the time I was actually actually also traveling a lot for work. So I know what it's like to try and fit in um, exercise and movement in your busy schedule. So often we put it off due to having no time. So that's like the biggest thing that I hear. And there are lots of reasons why exercise is important, but it's not just for building muscle as we as we have seen. Um, so I'm actually going to share with you guys just some interesting things that I think will help you kind of frame exercise in a bit of a different way because a lot of people think that, you know, lifting weights is only to gain muscle and it's only for building muscle and cardio is just to burn fat. But there's so much more that goes on into your body when you actually move and um, you incorporate strength training and cardiovascular training into your routine. So for the first thing that I wanted to, you know, share is that it keeps you young. Things like walking, brisk walking, cycling boosts the amount of oxygen that's consumed during exercise. So oxygen starts circulating in your bloodstream and it improves your aerobic capacity by just 15 to 25%. And it's literally like shaving 10 to 20 years off your age. And as if you see people that are the most uh, active are actually, you know, they look young, right? So aerobic exercise may also stimulate the growth of new brain cells in, 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 in adults, but also in kids. So you really need to start from a young age. And I think this is so important if you have kids, get them to move, get them out of the house, um, you know, get them off the electricity electronics and out into nature and moving their body. And of course, it can help you keep you flexible, limber and strong. So as you age, you will feel more flexible and you won't feel so stiff and you'll stay strong and your bones will stay strong. And we'll talk about strength training and aging in a little while. But it's so um, you know important to think about those things. Um, it also reduces infections. Moderate workouts um, can actually boost the immune system by increasing the aggressiveness or capacity of the immune cells. And that actually explains why people that are more fit generally do not get sick that often. So if you want to, you know, get a strong immune system, start moving and start exercising. Um, Also, it 
controls your blood sugar. So this can also affect your metabolism. So exercise helps maintain a healthy blood sugar by increasing the cell's sensitivity to insulin and by controlling your weight. So as you can see, you know, exercise also affects your metabolism. So walking is one of the biggest and most basic things that we can do, um, especially if you're very overweight and you feel like it's, you know, the gym is too intimidating or you're struggling with diabetes. You will definitely want to start walking, moving every single day, um, trying to get in like 8,000 to 10,000 steps a day is a great way to start. And um, it also cuts the risk of developing type 2 diabetes. So um, exercise and training, regular workouts also combat stress. Um, this is, I think, one of the most underused sort of anti-stress um, modalities. Exercise. People get stressed every day, but they forget that they can actually reduce their stress through exercise. Regular aerobic exercise lowers the levels of stress hormones. Um, for many people, exercise helps relieve depression. And I know that it's one of the biggest underused antidepressant medications out there. So if you struggle with low mood, um, if you have you know mood swings, PMS, or you suffer from a depression, definitely look at incorporating exercise on a regular basis. Um, it's also obviously really very, this, I think this is kind of self-explanatory, but it does prolong life. Um, studies have shown that um, consistently adding exercise cuts the risk of premature death by 50% for both men and women. And I think that's pretty cool. I mean, obviously, we can't really look at exercise in an isolated scenario where it's going to, you know, make you live longer. But as, as a general whole fit people, um, fitter, healthier uh, people live longer. So definitely think about, you know, other things, you know, that are outside of just building muscle and losing fat that are the benefits for exercise. Um, I think this session is going to kind of give you um, some tips on how to actually begin your fitness journey. And that's my intention with this session. My intention is not to kind of go deep just yet on strength training um, principles this is going to be saved for the next episode, Strength Training for Newbies. So look out for that one coming next week. But this week, I wanted to kind of, you know, um, make this geared towards the beginner, the person who doesn't really know where to begin. So that is what I'm going to be sharing with you today. So I'm going to first start looking at some of the roadblocks and strategies and motivation and ideas that are going to help get you going. Because I think this is what most people struggle with the most is getting started. Okay. I think Getting started is the hardest part for most of us and um, most of the clients that I speak to on a regular basis. And the bottom line is that making exercise is a big enough priority. And I think that is what you need to look at first. You have to look at making it a big priority. If it's not big enough priority for you, then you know that you're going to find excuses. I mean, I know for me, it was so easy back in the day to make excuses as to why I didn't have the time you know, as a, a working nine to five and I, you know, was exhausted and I, I just, I found all the excuses in the world and the biggest one was, oh, I don't have time. But honestly, we all have like lots of time because we real we forget just how, um, 
how much time we waste on a regular basis on silly things and things that don't matter. And um, and we also, I think a lot of beginners think that they have to go and spend an hour a day every day to exercise, to get results. And that is not true at all. I mean, looking back, you know, it's obvious that I wasn't ready to make you know, exercise important enough. And once I decided to make it a priority, everything fell into place. And I started, you know, losing that unwanted fat and I trimmed down and I built some muscle and I was, you know, really starting to kind of see my body change and I felt better and looked better. And I actually performed better at work. Um, I had more energy. I felt more, um, uh, I, I felt more kind of like I was getting better sleep and I was in a better mood. So it gave me that motivation to keep going. And remember in the last episode, if you didn't he- um, listen to the last episode, I spoke a lot on motivation and the mindset strategies um, for health and fitness. But honestly, that motivation did not come before I started. It didn't come before I started. It came after. So I started and then motivation kept coming because I kept going and I kept seeing results. Um, Will one workout make a difference? No. Will four workouts make a difference? Well, no. But 208 workouts per year makes a huge difference. A huge, huge difference. And that is if you were to exercise only four times a week for a year. So if you look at it like that, you think, oh, wow, actually, that's a lot of compounded time spent working out. So do you think you would look and feel any different at that point? Of course you would. You would see results, right? Most of us tend to not look at that big picture and we don't look that into the future to see how, how our daily decisions shape where we, where, where we will be in 6 to 12 months from now, um, much less than 10, 20, 30 years from now. And it's so easy to get discouraged. We want results now. <laughs> we want results literally immediately. And unfortunately, it just doesn't work like that, especially with health and fitness. It took you 10 years to gain, you know, the, 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 the 20, 30, 40 pounds. It's going to take you, you know, it's going to take some time to get rid of them. So you just have to decide to start. That is the most important thing. Once you've decided that you're going to start, then you're going to make a plan and stick to it. And I'm going to share some of I, some some ideas for you today on how you can start and you will see the results and you won't give up. So that first step is deciding that exercise is a priority and working other things around in your schedule that is going to make time for this priority. Because just like every other thing in your life, if you're looking to do something, you need to find the time, right? But you don't find the time, you make the time. You decide, okay, well, this is important to me. I'm going to make the time to do it. Just like making your bed every day is, you know, you need you, you need to make your bed. So you will make your bed. Um, so if you decide, okay, I need to exercise. It's important to me and I'm going to make the time. You're going to find time to do it. And excuses are always going to come back. Excuses are going to creep up and they're going to, you know, try and stop you. But because it's a big enough priority, you will not let them stop you. So before starting any activity, 
You want to think about how active you are right now and what's a realistic short-term activity level that is going to, you know, feel manageable and not too overwhelming. So for example, if you don't exercise at all, there's no point trying to get in that full hour in the gym every day. All right. So for the next two to three weeks, you want to kind of keep it manageable, keep it small steps. You'll feel better about yourself when you actually achieve it. And you, you know, you find, um, you'll find that it's a lot easier to stick to rather than such a big goal. So you're going to break it down into small steps. So if you haven't been very active and you feel pretty out of shape, starting out with six days a week is really not a good idea. So perhaps three or four days a week is a good place to start. So if you really do want to exercise five or six times a week, it's okay. You can. However, look at maybe making it shorter. So doing 10 or 20 minutes a day. So you start out slow and then you gradually increase that time and the intensity and the frequency of your workouts. So that will not only increase your chances of success, but you'll also gradually build your strength and stamina slowly over a period of time. Because um, I get a lot of people coming to my group fitness classes and, um, you know, this is something that I see the most in group fitness is that people come and they want to go all in and they have all the best intentions, but then they're so sore the next day that they don't work out again for the, you know, another week. And so that's what I'm trying to, you know, avoid here is I want you to build your strength and stamina and reduce the chances of injury and reduce the chances that you're going to be too sore to move the next day. So we want to make it a daily habit. So slowly building up that intensity and strength and stamina over time. So make the goal challenging enough, but not too challenging that you get discouraged. So um, before you start any exercise routine, always make sure that you check with your doctor and, you know, make sure that there's nothing that is, you know, basically stopping you from exercise. So that's really important as well, especially if you have, um, if you're under the care of a physician. So now we're going to look at how to, you know, find exercises that are right for you. So selecting the exercises and training program. So, um, you know, when you shop for clothes, um, not every outfit you try is right for you. Just like no diet that you know, not all diets are going to fit for you, right? They're not, there's no one diet fits all. So why would it be any different with exercise? Um, And when I first started my fitness journey, I actually started with home workouts. Um, They were on YouTube and then I went on to do Beachbody's P90X and Insanity. And I did those. And I also did a couple of Jillian Michaels workouts. That's how I started my fitness journey. And I remember Um, one of them saying, don't remember who it was now, but one of them saying that you need to find your soulmate workout. And I truly believe in this. And I only saw this in effect, um, several years after when I started doing yoga and I, uh, started doing yoga and I was teaching, I I went to a a teacher training in India because I was really, um, interested in learning about yoga in a deep way, but, I ended up realizing shortly after, like about six to eight months after my teacher training, that I didn't really love yoga. It wasn't really, you know, for me, I missed, you know, strength training. I missed like really spending time, um, 
you know, with the in the weight room. And I realized that it just wasn't for me. And while I still stretch, I do not do that, you know, one hour Hatha yoga or Vinyasa yoga that I used to do back then. So, you know, finding that soulmate workout is so key because that like, like there's no one diet fits all. The same is true for exercise. Not every activity that you try, whether it's a weight circuit, a kickboxing class, a hike through the woods, will fit you like, you know, a custom-made suit. But when you find the workout that suits your current fitness level, your budget, and your personality, it's such a fantastic feeling. And that is when you find your soulmate workout. And for me, my soulmate workouts have always been strength training, you know, lifting that iron. So you've got to find what works for you. And so this is something that I do with my clients in my one-to-one coaching is I get them to write down a sort of like, you know, statement and writing it down helps so much because it puts things into like your ideas out on paper turn into reality. When things are all just floating in your head and your thoughts are just going all up in your head, you don't actually um, follow through most of the time. But when they're written down, you start to see how you can break the goals down and make it a reality. So I want you to write this down. So get a piece of paper right now. If you're driving, do this when you get home. So for the you're, you're going to write down on the piece of paper in word for word, okay? So you're going to write, for the next four weeks, I am going to exercise blank times a week for approximately blank minutes. After four weeks, I will evaluate how I feel and make it a goal to work up to exercising blank times a week for approximately blank minutes a day. I am ready to put myself at the top of my list of priorities and commit to making exercise part of my routine every week. I have the days, times of my workouts scheduled on my calendar because it's important and non-negotiable. I can do this. So if you write this down and where I said blank, you write in how many times a week you're going to exercise and for how long, this is going to make it a plan of action. So now you have a plan. So now you can actually take that action. So be sure to put your exercise schedule on your calendar. So if you use a calendar or you use um, a diary, whatever it is that you use, schedule that time in. So the best time to work out is the time that works for you. So some people will say you should work out in the morning. Some people should work out, you know, in the nighttime. It's different for everyone. So you need to find what works for you and your schedule. So not everyone can exercise before work. So if that's the case for you, what works for you? Ask yourself this, look at your schedule. Where can you add your exercise time in? Map it out in detail, all right? So does it mean that maybe you need to work out right before dinner or right after dinner, maybe go for a walk? You need to find out what works for you. So the next thing you need to actually do is just say no to excuses. So there's a difference between asking yourself, can I fit it in versus where can I fit it in? Huge, huge difference. So if it's important enough for you, you can find 20 minutes. So for example, if you know that you're one of those, you know, if you know that you come home and you start, you just sit and scroll on Instagram for half an hour, that 30 minutes can be spent exercising. Yep. 
<laughs> I'm not saying that it's going to be easy, guys. I'm not saying that, you know, this is going to be like a walk in the park. But once you get started and you see how great you feel and look, you're going to be surprised about how much more energy you have and weight loss just becomes so much easier. You cannot say no to exercise. You just can't. So if you're like most people, and I was there too, exercise is going to become almost addictive within a very short period of time. And you'll feel off when something, um, like you'll feel off when you don't get a workout in, right? So you'll, you'll start being, it's going to be, it's going to be like brushing your teeth. You know, it's going to feel really, really off when you don't. And I had someone actually ask me the other day, cause she came to my, one of my group fitness classes and she's a complete newbie. And she's like, you know, every time I come to this class, I feel like I've discovered new muscles that I didn't even know I had and I'm sore and I'm you know I don't have the stamina and I just can't do it but I keep coming back but how long is this gonna take you know like and I told her I was like believe me give it another few months and you're gonna start feeling addicted to working out and you know she she walked away with um, a positive feeling you know she's good she walked away with like oh I can't wait till I feel like that you know so Remember back to the session um, where I talked about in your uh, in, in the previous podcast where I talked about um, that you need to find your why. So if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, definitely go and check it out. Episode number three, um, Mindset Strategies for Losing Weight and Keeping It Off for Good. I spoke about finding your why. And this is a good time to revisit that. Revisit your why. Ask yourself why it is that you want to do this. Um, habits aren't always going to be easy to change, but you're worth the effort. And in a few short weeks, you're going to see and feel the difference. So let's look at some of the roadblocks. Okay. Some of the most common roadblocks is number one time. So feeling like there's no time to exercise. Number two is knowledge. So not sure what exercises you should be doing. And number three is that motivation, that proverbial motivation that everyone is searching and looking for, but they're not sure why or how to get started or motivated. So it's not always going to be easy to start being more active, but I'm here to help support you and figure it out together. And this, this podcast is not just about giving you information. I want to give you like practical tips on what to do. So let's look at time. So if you're struggling with finding the time for exercise, you might be surprised. Like I just mentioned earlier, some of the simple ways that you can actually fit exercise into your day without spending an entire hour and a half in the gym. So having an active lifestyle means making different choices that are going to help you move more throughout the day. So for example, choose to walk up the stairs instead of taking the elevator. Walk to places if you know they're in walking distance. Park further away from your car um, when you go to the store or you go to the mall, you decide, okay, I'm going to park in another area, a little bit further away from where I need to go. You can also set aside one block of time each day to be active. Obviously, if you want to go to the gym, you set a time that that time just for that. So you decide, okay, this, I've got like a 20 to 30 minute window. I'm going to go and do, you know, um, a quick 30 minute session in the gym. All right. Or if you can't get to the gym, guys, 
There is so many options today. It's incredible and so crazy. You can literally just go on YouTube and there is you know, a plethora, hundreds, thousands, millions of videos on home workouts. So there really is no excuse, right? You can't say that you just don't have the time because you could literally be sitting in your living room and find a 20 minute workout video on YouTube and start moving. Um, Another thing that you can do If you're um, one to work in an office, you can use your breaks as an, an opportunity to stay, you know, fit. So you could go for a walk, you could go to the bathroom, and I used to do this all the time when I was um, working my corporate job. I used to go to the bathroom and I would do like 20 squats the first time. Then the second time I would do like 10 lunges on each leg. And the third time that I would go to the bathroom, I would do like some push-ups. And I remember my colleagues walking in and they're like, oh God, Alessia's at it again. Um, But honestly, this is how you fit your your exercise into your routine and make it a lifestyle and all of a sudden you are now an active person another one of my favorite favorite tips that I give to my clients that are just starting out is to go and buy like really cute workout outfits, okay? And nowadays we have some seriously beautiful outfits out there that you can use, um, that you can wear during exercise, but they're so pretty that you can actually wear them as active wear. You could wear them anytime, any day because they're so cute. So do that. Go and buy some really cute active wear out outfits and start wearing them like really nice leggings, cute tops and nice shoes. And believe me, you're going to start feeling like you're an active person and you're going to want to start moving more. So you want to replace these less active blocks of your time with active ones. So you need to find these pockets in your day that you can fit activity in there. So think about your likes and dislikes when it comes to being active. This is also going to help you decide what you want to do and how much you want to do it for. So for example, plan activities that you enjoy. So if you don't, if you don't like yoga, why bother yourself with yoga? Or if you don't like to do um you know, specific workouts, like, I don't know, you don't like lifting weights, that's okay. Um, Although I would love to talk to you about this and see what is holding you back, but you need to find what you enjoy. So think about, you know, what activities do you like to do um, maybe on the weekends, like walking, you can go rock climbing, you can go to stand up paddle boarding, I absolutely love this, canoeing, hiking, yoga, dance, martial arts, fitness classes, oh my God, the possibilities are endless. So remember guys, daily decisions over time is what is going to make you succeed. So it's these little things every single day. All right, the next roadblock is knowledge. So what should you do? Okay, this is like the biggest question. Alessia, what workouts, what kind of workouts should I do? And I'm going to go in more detail on how to structure workouts, how to, you know, come up with a workout routine and how to create one in another episode. But we're going to address it a little bit here because I think it's important. Now, sometimes people aren't really sure what kind of workout best suits them. 
and where to even find the help. Um, you know, they, they don't know how to practice yoga or they don't know how to increase their strength, but um, they, they know they should lift weights, but they don't know how to increase their strength, you know, and aren't sure which weights to use. So if this sounds like you, it actually might be a good time to keep it simple. Yes, I know, right? Revolutionary. <laughs> so keeping it simple is so underrated in a world where you log on Instagram and there are all these crazy overcomplicated workouts. Honestly, keeping it simple is where it's at. After three or four weeks, then you can add some strength training or interval training or other types of exercise. But for the most part, if you don't move at all right now, just walk. Yeah, walking is the most underrated activity today. I'm telling you guys, it's underrated, but it's so freaking effective. The big thing for now that you need to do is to not overanalyze. Remember, don't overanalyze this. I talked about this in my previous episode of analysis paralysis. Do not sit in this analysis paralysis. Just get moving. Do something. Um, and really, walking is the big, the best thing to do. When you don't know what to do, just walk. So you don't have to join a gym if that's not your thing. You know, you don't have to um, do something you don't want to do. So what appeals to you? Ask yourself this, working out at home, going to the gym, taking a class, whatever it is, find what you enjoy. And ask your friends, like, what do they enjoy? Ask around your friends, your colleagues. Maybe you can find a friend who, or a colleague who, um, you can go to a fitness class with, you know, or you can go to a new yoga studio or you can hit up a new dance studio or find out what's going on around your, um, community. You might have community free fitness community classes. I know a lot of trainers that do that and I think it's amazing. So start with keeping it simple. And the third roadblock I hear the most, and I, I kind of wanted to put this at the top, but I'm leaving it for last, is motivation. Now, I hear this frequently. I just don't feel motivated to exercise. Can you relate? Yeah. I used to be there too. I used to say the same exact things. And you know what? Sometimes I catch myself still saying that. But think about it. What do you really want? And what do you think is holding you back from taking action? What is your goal and why is that important to you? I really like, I know as cheesy as it sounds, but I really like the Nike slogan, just do it, because I believe it comes down to deciding that you're going to do something and just doing it. So the only way to really avoid this analysis paralysis is to start with something, just a baby step, a tiny little thing. Um, you know, truth is, if it's not important enough to you, you'll find a way out but if it's important enough you'll find a way like you know where there's a will there's a way it's exactly that instead of the voice in your head that gives you reasons not to do it you want to focus on the reasons why you can and why you will and why you should so you don't always have to feel motivated to do something initially um, you've got to first do it and then after you do it, then you get that motivation. So habits, you know, the, the habits are created through discipline. 
And developing discipline is the single most important thing you need to do, not just for exercise, for anything in life. You need to develop discipline because without discipline, you will not stick to anything ever. You're always going to be chopping and, you know, uh, you're going to be stopping and starting and you're never going to be actually focused on one thing. So find that one thing that you need to do and just do it and the motivation will come. Sometimes we really get hung up on this this feeling of being self-conscious and that is what's holding us back. And really, I think truly on a deeper level, um, the, the, the feelings of procrastination and the the lack of motivation and the and blaming it on motivation is not really about being lazy i believe it's about fearing fearing to fail or the fear of failure and i think that's what happens with a lot of people is that they're afraid that they're going to fail so they just don't do it and perf- it's the perfectionist mindset and i struggle with this so much so much and I know what it feels like but you need to stop acting out of fear and you need to start moving in faith all right I know this is a bit like spiritual but start moving in faith rather than out of fear and I believe and, and, and believe me you'll see results um the truth is nearly everyone seems to be kind of more worried about how they look and what they're doing than they care than 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 they care about anything else. You know, it's it's kind of like I get a lot of beginners that ask me how do I go to the gym? Like I'm so self-conscious, but honestly, most people that are in the gym, they don't even care about what is happening around them. They care about themselves. So if you're worried that everyone's looking at you, believe me, they're not. They're not. They're looking at themselves in the mirror. That's what they're doing. (laughs) So, I mean, I remember feeling self-conscious when I first uh, started lifting weights in the gym and I used to be like oh I can't go to the you know workout area with the weights because that's the the big boy room you know that's like that that's where the big dudes work out with the big muscles or the hotties you know and I I don't want to go there you know what if I do something wrong like what if I what if I screw up what if I do something and then someone walks over and they tell me it's wrong like oh my god I don't want to be embarrassed and that's actually happened to me before but honestly most of the time nobody cares they're all so self-conscious about themselves they're all just worried about their own shit and they don't care and they don't they're not looking at you so just go there and do your thing and believe me you will feel so much more confidence once you get over that initial hurdle um that initial fear will just instantly go away um so that's about motivation now where is the starting point so we've talked about kind of the roadblocks to exercise, but now let's look at kind of like where to start, okay? Like the starting point. So whether you work out at home or at the gym or outdoors, just know that wherever you are right now, that is your starting point and it's okay. Progress is exciting and when you stick with it, you will see and feel great results and that is what's going to build your confidence and it matters more where you're going rather than where you're starting okay where you're starting doesn't matter it's where you're going where are you headed that is what matters the most exercise is really just a part of achieving balanced health like it's not just about food 
Okay, you have to look at exercise. You have to look at how to incorporate, you know, um, moving more into your daily life and making it become a lifestyle. Um, and you're going to have days where you don't work out. That's a given. You're going to have, you know, seasons in your life that you're going to be like either too busy, too stressed out, or you, you might be in a season of, you know, feeling down in the dumps or you're going through a hard time and you might not exercise for a few weeks. And guess what? It's fine. But if you could just walk, that is such an advantage in that, in that season of your life. So, um, it's going to go in, come and go in waves, you know, and I talk this a lot to my clients. I always say that it's going to be, there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs and you will get back up. You will, you will see results over time. It's not going to happen, you know, in a week or two weeks or even in 12 weeks, it's just going to take time. So I want to kind of address something that I think is going to help you. Um, and I'm just going to kind of brush over it and then I'm going to kind of um, speak a little bit about this in another episode and that is fitness gadgets. And I think this is um, going to help a lot of people because a lot of people think that they need to have these expensive watches um, and gadgets to, to, to even start their exercise journey and guess what, you don't. So yes, they're helpful. They're, they're motivating, you know, your Fitbits and, and your um, Polar watches and stuff. They're great because you can monitor your heart rate, you can monitor your calories, you can monitor your steps. But honestly, you can even use your phone for steps, for tracking your steps, and you don't need to go out and buy, you know, expensive gadgets. So I just kind of wanted to touch on that. But I will talk a little bit more about this in another episode. Um, in the next episode, strength, strength training for newbies. So be sure to check that out when it comes out next week. But just a note on steps and tracking. I really, really recommend that you start tracking your steps on a daily basis. You can use your phone. Everyone keeps their phone on them most of the time anyway. So starting with 5,000 steps a day and then trying to work your way up to 10,000 a day is really, really key. That's going to help you move you towards movement every day, not just exercise, but movement. Um, so another thing that I wanted to touch on is workout variety. So you want to kind of make working out fun okay so if you feel bored doing the same thing day in and day out stop <laughs> it's as simple as that add in some variety so if you like to mix it up do some interval training do some cardio training mix it up with a class um you know go to a yoga or flexibility class just mix it up you know you don't have to stick to one thing over and over i am all for sticking to the basics and i have to say that and um you know i'm again i'm going to address this in the next episode but you know keeping it simple and um you know keeping it fun is important but i also believe that you need to kind of have somewhat of a of a structure to your routine so that doesn't mean to like every day do something completely different and then that way you don't really kind of see a progress but if you're just starting out it's fine but if you have a specific goal then you need to have a little bit more structure in your routine and I'm going to talk about structuring your strength training program in the next episode I feel like I've said that like 10 times already <laughs> so um right so we're coming to the end of the episode and 
I want to kind of end the episode with some action steps, all right? I want to give you some action steps, some some key things that you can do immediately. So number one is to decide which day and time you're going to exercise for the next two weeks. Put it on your calendar, write that down on your on, on your um, diary or in your journal, write that statement down that we spoke about at the beginning because it's important and it's an important appointment with yourself and you do not cancel on yourself, right? Right. Number two is determine what type of exercise you're going to do. So decide what you're going to do for the next two weeks. Don't just say, okay, I'm going to exercise. No, be specific. I'm going to do the CrossFit class three times a week, or I'm going to go into my local gym and I'm going to speak to the trainers there and I'm going to find a personal trainer, or I'm going to attend the body pump class for the next three weeks. That is specific. All right. Decide what you're going to do. And the last thing I want you to do is call a workout buddy. I know this might not be for everyone, but if you have friends that are active, then decide who you're going to call and call them and make a plan. This is going to be so helpful for you to stay accountable. All right. And guys, if you don't want to do that, if you don't have a friend or an active friend, please, please, please get in touch with me. Okay. I'll be your accountability partner. Send me a message on Facebook. Send me a message on Instagram. The links are here in the podcast and I will be accountable. I will check in with you personally. I will do this for free. Yes. I will do it for free. I will do this because I really want you to succeed. I want you to start training and I want you to smash it. All right, guys. So I'm so excited that you've been on here with me today and I hope that you found this episode helpful. Um, It's all about taking action. All right. Don't sit in that analysis paralysis, guys. Start moving, start doing and keep me posted. Let me know how it goes and wait for next week's episode. It's going to be really, really good strength training for newbies, how to approach the gym if you have no clue what to do. So I hope to see you next week or actually I hope to, I I hope you listen in next week. All right. So I'll speak to you soon and have an amazing, amazing week. Bye.